Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story about civilized warfare might have the approval of that bank where you take all those silly facts no one really cares about. The Centurion tank was the main battle tank for the British Army following World War II, and while it came too late for the European battlefields of that great war, it proved to be a workhorse later staying in service for nearly 50 years. And it, and every other tank produced for England since then, has had one unique feature something the Brits call a boiling vessel. Studies of casualties inflicted on English tank crews during World War II showed that 37% of those soldiers wounded or killed fell victim when they were outside of the tank because they stopped to build a fire and brew tea. And as you know, that's something the English are quite serious about. The boiling vessel allows tank crews to brew and drink tea without ever leaving their armored tank. There is nothing I like, Cliff, that well... Yeah. That during a... Uh, <laughs> Where people are shooting at you that I'm and going... dropping bombs on you. I think we need to go drink some of that. Yes, there nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, Cliff, mm-hmm. I read this morning that the California State Senate yeah. has now voted mm-hmm. to ban all schools from suspending students who willfully disobey their teachers and act out in class. <laughs> you can no longer do that. So you're allowed to do that now? Yes. Okay. First, it's everybody gets a trophy, yeah. and now it's, well, everybody gets a tantrum in California. <laughs> well, Cliff, yes. if you're listening this morning, mm-hmm. we thank you for that. and Absolutely. And for uh, listening, how about a little helpful tip this morning? You okay. can uh, boost not only yes. you yourself, but mm-hmm. also that special someone in your life if you give them a good long hug of approximately six seconds. Six-second hug. Yes, it optimizes the flow of mood-boosting chemicals in you and the other person. All right. Now, I'm thinking, Cliff, if six seconds will get you that going, what's 60 seconds going to get you? A restraining order. (laughs) Well, it says it lowers your blood pressure if you hug people. For six seconds. I mean, I believe that. You believe that? Yeah, that if you hug someone, you're going to get, both of you will get benefits from that. So are you saying physical I, and emotional benefits? So are you saying I could possibly go to my doctor? Yeah. And get a um, doctor's note saying that I have to hug people <laughs> and show it to them because it'll lower my blood pressure, thus keeping me healthy. Right. See, but in your case though, there's no one who wants to be hugged by you. But if I have a doctor's note, it's you still, have to do it, don't you? Because the doctor <laughs> said so. That's where I'm going with this, right. Cliff. No, I understand. You have to. You have to. No, see, no one has to do that. Unless, you know, you hire them for hugging. But you should be careful how you word that. Yeah, you're uh, <laughs> You're right on the borderline there or something illegal. And, and I want to also mention, Cliff, yeah, that... Yeah, we know uh, that doesn't go well here. Uh, no, and... <laughs> Something else, it will not be W-R-A-Y nudes coming up, as you tried to say a while ago. That's not going to happen either. We, this story proves, once again, sometimes you get what you ask for, and sometimes 
what you ask for and then got isn't really what you wanted in the first place. Mike Melton is the Director of Emergency Management in Colbert County, Alabama. And part of his job is to determine where all of those emergency tornado sirens are put up, including the one erected four years ago in the northern part of the Acock Heights subdivision. And most people probably realize those sirens are put up and activated by 911 dispatchers to alert people who are outdoors whenever a dangerous storm is on the way. And such was the case here as well. Unlike everywhere else in the country, you have to make sure the darn things work during the emergency, and so you do that by testing them on a regular basis. Most people within earshot of one in Gibson County know the test is Fridays at noon. Melton says the first time this tornado siren was tested, six people in the neighborhood complained it was too loud, and they wanted it moved. But it was erected using federal grant money, and restrictions on how that money could be spent prohibited moving the tornado siren somewhere else. So Melton did the next best thing he could think of to keep people from complaining. He turned it off. I think you know where this story's going now. Two weeks ago, an EF-1 tornado with 100 mile an hour winds hit the Acock Heights subdivision, and now people are complaining that the warning siren never went off. <laughs> I'm surprised you complained that it's too loud to begin with. Yeah. I would kind of want it to be... Loud! Very. <laughs> Maybe it could even, you know, scream out instructions That's of what right. I'm supposed to do in my panic state. That's right, because you can't think when you panic. Not at all, no. It's the longest one in the history of the show, Cliff. What's that? I'm talking about the uh, Game of Thrones on HBO. Oh, okay. It's coming up this Sunday, and uh, yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, I believe it's an 85-minute episode that they're going to have this oh. coming Sunday. And okay. people on Game of Thrones, the people that watch it, are going absolutely nuts because all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking this might be when the fight scene that took 55 <laughs> days to film is going to be shown. And so everybody's excited about it. And I've tried to get into the Game of Thrones, and I've kind of teetered back and forth. Yeah. There's so many people in it. I'm a, I'm almost I mean, have to go back to the beginning, you know, because it's on HBO. Yes. I don't have HBO. No. I, I wonder if it's like on Netflix or something where I could start from the beginning. I think that it is. But okay. the names are like, I don't know. Do I need? Am I going to need like a scorecard? Yes. Keep, yeah. There's so many characters yeah. in the Game of Thrones. It's like, a, well, they got more members than Fleetwood Max had over the years. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's been a ton of them in there. Ton of them in there. Or the Eagles for that matter. Or the Eagles. Take your pick. Either one. Wow. Well, the creepy o meter was setting it a solid eight, Cliff. <laughs> and the folks at KFC for Mother's Day have. Yeah pushed it all the way up to a solid 10 uh -oh. in the latest video. Did you see this thing? Well, it's the oddest thing I've seen on well, TV. It's not the, I mean, the one that I thought was, well, you've really jumped the bar on Creepy, was where Colonel Sanders was kissing the Aunt Jemima bottle. This goes past that? Well, I think it does. Okay. That was the 8 on the Creepometer. Okay. I think this is 10. The new one is for Mother's Day. Yeah. It features a shirtless version of a young Colonel Sanders and a bunch of Chippendale dancers. But they don't call them Chippendale dancers. What, what do they call uh, them? They're Chickendale dancers. Chickendale dancers. Yes. Oh, good Lord. And they're dancing around yeah. trying to entice you to come in for Mother's Day. <laughs> You're welcome, Mom. That's all I can think of that, Cliff. It's like, uh, do you think we've hit yeah. a 10 on the creepo meter? I think we're about to get there. You a shirtless. About, about the time you don't know, could we go down this road anymore or have we hit the dead end? They find another turn. <laughs>
It's real familiar, actually. It's just fortunately it is. Yeah. It's just weird. I'm telling you. Yeah. Today's the day we're going to have an mm-hmm. in-studio stu- guest around eight o'clock this morning. Oh, that's they probably you. If you're just listening, you probably won't know. We don't expect her to say anything. She's here to observe. But she can speak if she wishes. If, if we'll we'll put a, put a mic in front of her face and let her talk if she wants to. Yes. And yes. Um, her name's Angie. She's coming from the Vincennes area. Yeah. Driving down, and we mm-hmm. uh, anticipate that. Now, Justin, yeah, who sent a text message in wanting to know how to get in this business, <laughs> we've pretty well scared him off, and he oh, said did. he's not coming <laughs> he's in. He's not coming in. No. But that's okay. Okay. It's entirely yeah. up to him. Well, you're absolutely right. So we're going to see how this works, Cliff. Uh, it's been a while since we just had somebody in here observing. Just, just to watch. Just to watch. And we're, and we're not opposed to that. I mean, we don't want a whole gang of people in here because it becomes difficult to think and communicate and talk when everyone else is talking. <sighs> but, you know, visitors are always welcome here. It's one of the, one of the things we've always done. That's right. We, this is one of those stories that to understand what happens, you really have to be the proverbial fly on the wall. Police in Meridian, Mississippi, say they'll likely charge these two unidentified men with something after they recover from their wounds. Both guys are in the hospital after the cops went to where they were Tuesday night in the 1900 block of 30th Avenue in Meridian and found both men had been shot with a handgun. Officers do know the two guys got into a verbal altercation and it escalated into violence, but just exactly how both dudes shot one another with the same gun remains to be seen. Yes, there was only one gun at the scene, and both said that they used it on the other guy. The cops do add, though, it might have been because alcohol was a factor in the incident. The stories you're going to get from those two guys, Cliff, they'll never sort that out. There is no way possible. Her name is Daisy Keach. Daisy, well, that sounds familiar. Well, she's an Instagram model, and she uh, is extremely popular, and she had to enlist the help of a doctor recently, Cliff. Why would you need a doctor if you're an Instagram model? Well, she had to prove that... uh, Yeah. Well... Her derriere was actually rear, <laughs> oh, real. Oh, 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 I heard about this yes. now. Yes, because she's what's called an internet or social media influencer. Yes. Which means basically she takes pictures of herself and posts them and has hundreds of thousands of people f- to follow her. And someone on Instagram said, you've had your butt surgically enhanced. And she had to and prove. And she was like, no, I have not. And the argument ensued in the one way that she could end the argument was to have a plastic surgeon come down and examine her backside to make sure it was the real deal. Yes, and that's what he did for about <laughs> 30 minutes. And it's on a, there's a video. A video of him looking at her butt for 30 minutes. And describing, you know, why it's real. <laughs> did he get paid for that? I don't know, but what a job. I mean, <laughs> if you can pick your clientele there, Cliff, that wouldn't be a bad gig. You just don't want to pick your clientele's backside. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, because, you know. I hate to say this, but if you announced that you were going to charge $20 to look at people's butts, Paul Vuitton would be in here dropping his drawers. I understand that, yes. <laughs> and no one wants that. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> but what, what a gig. And I did a lot of research on this, Cliff, to oh, make sure. Huh? Well, of course I well, did. I wanted know. to make sure we were telling you the truth about it. <laughs> and uh, I found out that the doctor that uh, she used, yeah, Dr. Huxtable, who would have thought? Oh, really? Who would have thought that? that? Yes. Yeah. Well, after our cool classic this hour, it's going to be done for us by Vince Gill. 
After that, we're going to play the Opry phrase that pays, which has absolutely nothing this week to do with to the phrase. To do with the phrase. There's no phrase. There's no math problem. There's no algebra equation. There's no magic eight ball. It's pretty simple. We avoid breaking any glass in the studio, and you have to guess how many marbles are in this jar that we have sitting over here. Yes, we shook it at you on That's Wednesday right. and Thursday. We're going to do it again after our cool classic on today. You'll call us up at 812-386-1250, and if you guess correctly, you're going to go to the Grand Ole right. Opry. And, you, and if you weren't listening Wednesday, when Weed shook the jar of marbles, he probably overdid it just a bit, and the glass shattered in his hand. Yes, it did. <laughs> and there was minor bleeding. Uh, but we've recovered now, and we've got a new jar and um, more marbles, and all we're going to do is just shake it, and once you figure out how many is there, there is, you're the winner pretty simple that's pretty simple and it's only minor bleeding if you're the one that's not bleeding all over the studio with glass hold your hand fragments up. hold your hand see? look at that there's all the fingers are still attached to your hands barely let's go to the phone lines cliff and we'll get ready to shake our jar and see if you can win tickets to the grand Ole opry which sounds it sounds a bit odd it does sound yeah. odd here we go hi who's this this is carrie wagner from owensville all right carrie wagner from owensville how's it going today Pretty good, pretty good. Now, he's got a jar over there, and he's going to shake it. And you just have to listen closely, and once it's done, you have to tell us how many marbles are in the jar. And if you guess correctly, you win. Well, Carrie, are you ready to listen? I'm ready, yes. All righty, here we go in three, two, one. How many do you think are in there, Carrie Wagner? Uh, sound like one. One. Wow, congratulations. You've won tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. How did you come up with that? Amazing. That is... Weed Weenie. Wow. It's like a magic act you performed right here on the air. Carrie. Cool, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool. Now, was there any hesitation that there was just one in there? Did you think there might be 50 or something? Yeah, I was kind of... Bouncing back and forth between 20 and 1. And 20 one and 1. So yeah. luckily you guessed yeah. it was 1, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Kerry Wagner, congratulations. You've won the tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and the Country Music Hall of Fame. You drop by our studio and pick it up, okay? All right. Thank bye. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye, Kerry. I totally forgot Kerry Wagner was the amazing, because we have used that, <laughs> that audio for a long time. Yes, we have. That's the guy. Although he always mispronounces the name of our oh, famous weed, musician. Weed Weenie? Yes, it's Weedini, <laughs> not Weed Weenie. But I'm not sure how this is going to work out, Cliff. What's that? Well, in Connecticut, there are mm-hmm. two politicians that are absolutely staunch enemies of each other. They absolutely okay. can't stand each other. Well. And so they're running <laughs> against each other. Like that never happens. Yeah. Boy, yes. that sounds like politics as normal. Yes. Well, now they've challenged each other yeah. to pass a drug test. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work. What is it, like what? plastic cups at 10 paces? It's like that's, a duel. That's what I it's was like thinking. It's like a drug test duel. Yes. They start off back to back. They walk, they 10, walk paces 10 paces and turn around. And fill now, the cup. Now, fill the cup. Will yeah. they each have their own cup? Or will there be one cup in the middle and they have to, you know, like, hit the cup from ten paces, if you know what I'm saying? I never even thought of that. Yeah, pee, now in, I w- pee in a cup from ten paces. Now I kind of want to see this. <laughs> if that's it, I, I hope they have video of that later on, Cliff. <laughs> True to her word, Angie came in. She's been sitting here quietly. Yes. And uh, as promised, 
No laughter. I think you woke her up a time or two over there. <laughs> well, it wasn't hard to uh, fulfill the promise of no laughter because yes. we really haven't been all that funny. No. So I think we've uh, we've yep. got a win-win here going for us right now. So we're going to mark this down as a success. We may have to put this in the uh, It Happened jar. No, I think that's an excellent idea. Which also happens to be the uh, marble counting jar. <laughs> and we're done with that. Yeah, I kind of hate that now. We're going to have to come up with something else to use our jar for. And it won't be what the politicians we talked about earlier doing with it. Oh, the the peeing contest. A couple of days ago, Miriam Webster, the dictionary folks, they announced that they had added 640-some-odd yeah. words <laughs> to their dictionary. So there, there's 640-odd words added to the dictionary. Yes. Okay. And I got to thinking about that. that yeah. They wouldn't have had enough pages for all the words that my dad could invent when you went on a road trip or a vacation with him, (laughs) especially when people started cutting him off on the road. His vocabulary was quite extensive, Cliff. And colorful, I would imagine. Quite colorful. (laughs) Now, speaking of road trips, I understand you're going to be participating in a road trip. Is that true? Yes. (sighs) You're going to abandon me here? Well, you're not going with me. You know, that's right. You never have invited me on a vacation. Why would I take you on vacation? Well, I would be good company. Really? Yeah, I travel well. Really? Yes. We're not stopping to smoke, first off. And I've sat here for 13 years. You're not good company now. Why would you be good company then? Well, I'm better on wheels than I am (laughs) on a seat. You've never seen me on wheels, have you? (laughs) Well, come to think of it, no. You should think about it. Take me, Cliff. Take me with you. <laughs> Can't believe it, Cliff. It's almost time for Take It to the Bank. Oh, I can believe it. Oh, I'm ready for this one. Oh, Be- you got one? Yes. Is it a good one? I think it really is a good one. I hope you brought your game to this one because, you know, we have a guest here with us, and I wouldn't want you to, you know, throw out junk. Well, how about this one? Okay. How about an uplifting, feel-good fact to end the week on this Friday on our Take It to the Bank? Sure, I think that would work fine. You like that? Yeah, what do you got? All right, we're going to be talking cockroaches as we take it to the bank. It's time now for our take it to the bank. All right. An uplifting feature this morning. An uplifting feature. Yes. Okay, let's hear what you got. We're going to give you just one simple true fact about cockroaches. I thought you said this was going to be an uplifting feature. It is. It is. But you're talking about cockroaches. Well... Is that the Mexican version of this? That's, that's the, yeah. Spanish <laughs> version of this. The cacarocha. Oh, what was that guy? Uh, was married to Lucille Ball. Uh, oh, do, 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 do. Desi Arnaz. Desi, yeah, it's the Desi Arnaz version. Yes. Cacarochas. Yes. <laughs> well, Cliff. What? For some reason, yeah. a lot of people yeah. don't like cacarochas. <laughs> I can't imagine why. They spread disease. Well, I'll tell you this. It's really disgusting. Well. Yes. Cockroaches yes. are absolutely Mm-hmm. repulsed by human beings. Really? Yes. If they come into okay. contact with one of us, yeah. you know, they're crawling around on you or something. Yes. They will run away, yeah. hide, mm-hmm. and wash themselves off to get our smell and stench <laughs> off of the cockroach. Really? Yes. I had no idea. I know that. And all of that you can take to the bank. See, Cliff, how uplifting yeah, that was? Yeah, I had no idea. Yes. You know, oh, whoa, sorry. Well, I'll, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I got an idea for take it to the bank. You got another cockroach story? No, we're not talking about any more cockroaches. Cliff, what's going yeah. on? Well, you mentioned earlier that I'm getting ready to go on vacation. Yes, you are. And so next week is the last week I'll be here. Then I'll be off for a week 
on vacation. So you kind of acted like, you know, you didn't really want me to go on vacation. Makes me sad, Glenn. Make me Made me feel a little guilty, but it's not going to stop me from going on vacation. I thought maybe next week, uh, to save you, you know, the energy of doing Take It to the Bank. Well, we got to do it. No, I, no, 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 just let oh, me finish. Okay. All right, okay. Don't interrupt. All right, I'm sorry. It's like a city council meeting here. Don't interrupt. Okay. Next week, instead of you doing Take It to the Bank, I will do Take It to the Bank. Wow. Me. The man that hates Take It yeah, to the Bank. Yeah, and that's an accurate statement. And now you will <laughs> feel the pressure that I'm under right. daily to oh, come I've up a, with these facts. I've already got all the facts ready. I just need to write them. I need to verify their authenticity because, you know, it's something that has to be accurate. But I've got facts lined up already. Wow. So I need to verify their authenticity and then rewrite them so, you know, it'll sound like something that people actually want to listen to. So that's all next week. All the next week, I'll do your Take It to the Bank. So I could just sit back and push a button and let let it happen. Pretty well like Paul Vuitton. Well, that's awful nice of you, Cliff. My pleasure. By the way, all these facts about poop. I just want to say that uh, Angie has been the perfect guest this morning here in the Morning yes. Road Show. She's laughed even when things weren't funny. That's exactly that's right. Yes, it that's, was kind of a fake laugh, but that's okay. That's key for us. Yeah. And <laughs> I am so glad that you got to show her your most favorite gift yes, ever. that's right. Because we were talking about all of the things, because she brought us some gifts, which was just over-the-top cool. Yes, And very we appreciate nice. it deeply. And then we started a little talk about some of the other things that people have brought us or mailed us over the year. About the, Remember when someone mailed us a coconut? That's true. And some other stuff. And I got the thing that I got for Christmas from a listener um, this past year. My remote control pile of poop. Yes, which will pretty well <laughs> tie in with... Maybe I can talk you out of that. No, I don't think... Th it's already done on the table. It's going to happen. Well, that doesn't... <laughs> well, it's that doesn't... on the table. <laughs> yeah, that... See, that's going to be the whole problem if you do that. That's right. And perhaps at the end of the week, we'll win our number two award. Because <sighs> you've already gotten one. <laughs> oh, this is going to be pathetically bad next week. Well, Cliff, anything said today? Oh, there were a few things said. And don't don't forget... All the stuff we said available on our podcast later. You can uh, check us out on Spotify. We're on iTunes and a couple of other places and at weedandcliff.com. Number three, it's only minor bleeding if you're not the one bleeding. Number two, Paul Viton would be in here dropping his drawers. I'll give him 30 seconds. Uh, but the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, pee in a cup from 10 paces. <laughs> And that's how we're going to end it yeah. on a Friday morning. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.